Since I haven't posted anything for quite some time, I thought I'd begin this video with a, a quick update on my health. The last time I posted anything, I asked you to pray about a uh, vocal surgery that I was going to have. So they removed a polyp from one of my vocal cords, and the surgery itself was a success. However, the uh, recovery has not gone according to plan. So uh, that, that is why I haven't been able to make any videos for some time. Uh, my recovery is little by little, I think, moving in the right direction. I seem to go forward a bit and then back again, uh, still, still searching for what I need to do in order to completely recover. So your continued prayers uh, will be greatly appreciated. While I have enough voice to make a video or two, I thought I'd try to catch up on some of the questions that have been uh, coming in. And the question we're going to deal with today is, what is the kingdom of heaven? Now, you might be very quick to give an answer there and say, well, it's the same thing as heaven. But when you read about this phrase in, in the Bible, you're going to find that it never is referring to the place where God's throne is, what Paul called the third heaven, and what what most people just call heaven. The kingdom of heaven and heaven are actually two different things. Now, before we get deep into the kingdom of heaven, let me just quickly mention that in the Bible, you read about two different kinds of kingdoms. You have a political kingdom, and then you have a personal kingdom. One is physical, that is, you see it operating in uh, in the world around you, in society, that's the political. And the other is spiritual, that is, it operates inside of us, uh, in a person's heart, in, in his spirit. So when we talk about the kingdom of heaven, we, we have to understand we're not referring to a spiritual, personal kingdom. The kingdom of heaven, as it's used in the Bible, is always referring to a physical, political kingdom. Now that phrase, kingdom of heaven, is only found in the Gospel of Matthew. It's found in 32 different verses. Uh, it's used 33 times, and every time it is, it is referring to the political kingdom that is being ruled according to God's laws. So if we look in the book of Matthew, chapter 11, and verse number 12, very interesting verse where Jesus mentions the kingdom of heaven. He says here, And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and the violent take it by force. Now when Jesus refers to the days of John the Baptist, he, he qualified that by, in verse 13 by saying, All the prophets and the law prophesied until John. So the days of John the Baptist is simply a unique way of referring to the Old, the Old Testament. And then Jesus, he told us in verse 12, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. Now let's, let's just pretend for a moment that the kingdom of heaven is the same thing as heaven. Now with that presupposition, read, read that into the last part of this verse. The kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force? If we're reading about heaven, the place of God's throne, then this indicates that there are some sort of beings that have stormed into heaven and stolen it away from God, taken His authority and His throne from Him. And I don't know anyone who takes the Bible seriously that would uh, go for such an interpretation of this. This verse by itself proves that the kingdom of heaven 
and heaven are not synonymous. They are two different things. Now, another thing we learn from this verse is that the kingdom of heaven was found uh, in the Old Testament. You can find it throughout the Old Testament. And it suffered violence, and the violent took it by force. So how are we to understand that? In the Old Testament, God gave His laws to the nation of Israel. And when that kingdom or that nation was governed by God's laws, it would be right to say that that kingdom is now the kingdom of the Lord or the kingdom of God. That would be an appropriate term. Uh, the kingdom of the Father, you could also say that. The way Jesus referred to it here, He says that's called the kingdom of heaven. That you can find on occasion in the history of Israel in the Old Testament. You see it especially in the book of Judges. They would follow the Lord uh, for a while. That is, they submitted to whichever judge was in power and that judge led the people according to the Bible that, that, that they had at that time, the laws of God, and all was well. But then that judge would die and those people would rebel against God and begin to serve Baal and Ashtoreth and God would allow the Gentile nations around them to come and attack and the Jews would become captives in their own land and have Gentile uh, oppressors. And that's how the kingdom of heaven was suffering violence. And, the, and it was taken by force. What Jesus came to do was to, among other things, He came obviously to save us. He, he came to reconcile individuals to God. But He also came as the Messiah to deliver the Jewish people from their Gentile oppressors and establish a righteous kingdom. And one day when Jesus comes back, we read in various places in the Gospels and throughout the New Testament that Jesus will sit upon the seat or the throne of His father David. He will rule from Jerusalem as His headquarters. It will be called the City of the Great King. Uh, you read that in Matthew 5, I think it's verse 35. And Jesus will reign from Jerusalem as King of kings and Lord of lords. And during that time, the will of God will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So when Jesus was teaching His disciples to pray in Matthew 6, this is something most of us have heard. Maybe you don't know where it's at in the Bible, but you're familiar with what people often call the Lord's Prayer. Uh, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be Thy name. And then in Matthew 6.10, Jesus said, Thy kingdom come. Jesus is teaching His disciples to pray, and the idea is we want that kingdom to be established here on the earth. Now, you know that because the verse says at the end, Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. So this explains partially why that messianic kingdom that's going to be established on the earth uh, is referred to as the kingdom of heaven. Even though it's not heaven, it's actually something on the earth. If it's on the earth, why call it kingdom of heaven? Because, as, and you've heard this phrase before many times, heaven on earth. Uh, just like the beings in heaven are governed by the laws of God and they do the will of God, uh, lest they bear some sort of punishment as Satan did, um, that's how it works in heaven. One day, that's how it's going to work on earth when God in the flesh, Emmanuel, comes and sits upon the throne of his father David and, uh, and rules the earth according to the law of God. So, kingdom of heaven, that phrase is a unique phrase only used in the Gospel of Matthew, and it is always pointing to that political kingdom where the laws of God are allowed to govern it. Now, if you want to talk about the kingdom of God in a spiritual sense, 
then you're discussing or you're, you're talking about God ruling in somebody's heart. And uh, Paul talked about it many, many times in his epistles, uh, how the, the kingdom of God is found not in meat and drink, but in righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit, in the Holy Ghost, uh, because he, he rules from within. Now, if someone's not saved, they have sin reigning in their heart. Someone gets saved, the Holy Spirit comes in, and when they yield to the Holy Ghost, now the kingdom of God is operating in their, in their life. Or let's say it's operating the way that it should. So if we just want to limit our focus today to the phrase kingdom of heaven, as you find it in the Gospel of Matthew, it's always going to be referring to the political kingdom. And on almost every occasion, it's pointing to that future kingdom, that messianic kingdom that will be set up when Jesus comes back. So I hope this has helped. If you have any other questions about this topic, please feel free to leave them in the comment section below. If this video has helped, you can click the like button. If you'd like to follow along with our Bible Q&A blog, you can click subscribe. Feel free to leave a Bible question in the comment section below or visit us on our Facebook page, Bible Baptist Church of Pachastruam. And if you live in town, we'd like to invite you to one of our services, and we hope to see you soon. May God bless and have a great day further.